Greetings may seem unimportant, but don't be too quick to dismiss them. When you're on the front lines serving and missing home, a greeting from someone who cares and gives some encouragement is life-giving. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. We're all followers here, following God, reflecting on His Word, and responding to Him in prayer. If you're new to First 15, follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. You're in the right place to grow your faith. In season four, we're reading and praying through a few New Testament letters. We started this season listening to Paul's letter to Philemon and have continued with Colossians. Now we're closing that letter and bringing it all full circle. Philemon and Colossians are closely connected. And here in the last few verses of this short letter, we find something pretty unexpected. We come upon a small circle of people who are responsible for writing well over half of the New Testament. The writers of the New Testament left us four Gospels, a narrative about the early church, a collection of 21 letters, and a strange kind of book called an Apocalypse. All of these are filled with inspiration from God's Holy Spirit. We listen to them because in them we hear the voice of God. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of your life. We follow a four-step process that you can find details at at wordofprayer.com. That's with dashes. One of the themes that we've emphasized on first 15 is that any portion of the Bible is useful for reading, praying, and connecting with God. Some take a little more effort for us to really hear God's Word for us, but they are worth the effort. Letters are challenging because we're reading someone else's mail, and we only get to hear one side of the conversation. At the same time, letters are very relatable because they contain encouragement and practical advice that seems to speak directly to us today. Today, let's finish listening to the letter to the Colossians, chapters 4, verses 2 through 18. Continue your devotion in prayer, staying watchful in it while giving thanks. Pray for us also that God may open for us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, which is why I am held captive. Pray that I may speak it clearly as I should. Walk in wisdom toward those outside our fellowship, making the best use of time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer each one. Tychicus, a dear brother, faithful minister and fellow bondservant in the Lord's work will share with you all about my situation. I send him to you for this very purpose, to let you know our circumstances and to comfort your hearts. He comes together with Onesimus, the faithful and beloved brother who is one of you. They will inform you about everything that is happening here. Our Aristarchus, who is in prison with me, sends greetings to you, and also Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. About him you've received instructions before. If he comes to you, receive him. And also Jesus, who is called Justice, sends greetings. 
These are the only Jewish believers among my co-workers for God's kingdom, and they have been a comfort for me. Epaphras, Christ's servant, who is also one of you, greets you all. He always prays earnestly for you in his prayers that you may stand firm, mature, and convinced, engaged in doing all the will of God. For I can testify for him that he has worked hard for you all and for those in Laodicea and in Hierapolis. Luke, our dear physician, and Demas greet you. Greet the brothers and sisters who are in Laodicea and Nympha and the church that meets in her house. When this letter has been read among you, make sure it is read also in the church of the Laodiceans and that you also read the letter from Laodicea. Tell Archippus, see to completing the ministry which you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my prison chains. Grace be with you. Paul's warmth and sincere concern for the Colossians comes through in these last 17 verses. His authority and instructions are also clear and specific, even if we lack some of the immediate context to grasp them all. The fact is, these closing verses carry a lot of information, but the implications of it aren't always obvious at first. Tychicus, the letter carrier and chief messenger, plays this same role in the letter to Philemon. Others mentioned in both letters include Onesimus, Aristarchus, Mark, Epaphras, Luke, and Demas, as well as Archippus. In other words, the same people are mentioned at the same time in both of these two letters. So these two letters were probably written and delivered together. There's also the bigger context. Beyond Colossae, two other nearby cities are mentioned, Laodicea and Hierapolis which are about 10 and 15 miles away from Colossae, respectively. And Paul is active in building up the churches and furthering the Christian mission in the entire Lycus Valley that Colossae and Laodicea and Hierapolis all sat within. Two writers of Gospels, New Testament Gospels, Mark and Luke, are mentioned here, and then Luke also went on to write the Acts of the Apostles. So, at the end of this short letter, in the space of just a few verses, we have a major representation of those who wrote large portions of our New Testament, when you include Paul and the letters that he wrote, as well as Luke and Mark's Gospels. So, what are all these people doing and talking about and working together on? Well, they're absorbed in prayer, and they are giving their all to spread the message about Jesus, the gospel, so that others can hear it, respond to it, and be shaped by it in their daily lives. I find that deeply moving and humbling at the same time. It's not that these are very bookish literary types who are sitting around writing books and talking about their books and big ideas. These are doers. These are people who are seized with a passion, who are spreading the good news of Jesus. It just so happens that one of the ways they did that was 
through the writing letters or gospels, or in Luke's case, the, the Acts of the Apostles. In the span of just a few years, the good news about Jesus had spread from Judea to other parts of the Roman Empire, including the Lycus Valley, which is a part of modern Turkey that was about a thousand mile journey from Jerusalem. Paul hadn't even visited there, but he was intensely interested in the faith of the believers in Colossae, Laodicea, and the surrounding towns. If you travel to Colossae today, you'll find a mound sitting in a valley surrounded by mountains. Archaeologists haven't yet dug up the ruins, and the city of Colossae itself ceased to have inhabitants over a thousand years ago. What happened? Earthquakes, the rise and fall of empires, and immigration have all taken their toll. There is no Colossae anymore. There's no living church community. There hasn't been for more than a thousand years. So why are we talking about them? Why does it matter what Paul and Timothy wrote to them? In the first century, people like us made a living and also made choices about what is true, what kind of life is worth living, what is worth dying for. Some found meaning and ultimate truth in Christ, while others were tempted to look elsewhere. Believers through the centuries have taken encouragement and strength from the living faith that is preached, that was lived, that was contested in ancient Colossae. It has definitely left its mark on me, and I wanted to share it with you. My great hope for you is that you will find all the treasure of wisdom and knowledge, the answer to all mysteries in the person of Christ. Pray with me now, please. God, I am so thankful for the testimony and the memory of early believers like the Colossians and how they embraced faith in Jesus Christ and also struggled with the message and how to live it out in their lives. I relate to them and find strength and life in their words shared with us through Paul and Timothy. God, I thank you for Christ, the Messiah, who came in the flesh and loved people in ways greater than anyone has ever seen. I believe he rose again from the dead and that I too have met my death and found new life in him. God put to death the things in me that stand opposed to Christ. Work powerfully in me to give life, grace, and your goodness to as many as I can. I pray for the others hearing this, that you work in their hearts as well and make us a people committed to serving you whatever the cost, because of Jesus, and in his name I pray, amen. You know, a list of names and greetings from people I've never met doesn't seem very promising as the subject for meditation or prayer for that matter. 
And further, how does it apply to me? Well, I suppose that there has been an Epaphras struggling over me in prayer until my faith is formed and mature. I believe there has been an Epaphras, maybe several in my life. And behind that Epaphras is a Paul and a Timothy who took time not just to teach, but also to follow up and to encourage, to ground and to help Epaphras to grow so he could help me. And partnered with Paul, there was a nympha, a woman offering her house as a meeting place for Christians, making sure to support the Lord's work with whatever she had. So whether you have a place to meet, a Bible verse to share, a few minutes to pray, or a life to give in service to Christ, the closing words of this letter apply to you and give you an example to follow. Faithfulness in little things, in daily ways, is what makes the difference. Go make a difference today. We have one more letter I want to look at in this season of First 15. So listen or download the next episode so you don't miss what God is saying to you. First 15 is a ministry of wordofprayer.com. If you haven't found our Facebook page, we have regular encouragement and events there that we announce. And so check that out at Word of Prayer 15 and be sure to like the page. If you want to go more in-depth into Colossians and Philemon as a Bible study, we have a new resource that might be just right for you called Christ Supreme. Go to wordofprayer.com or our Facebook page for more details. God bless you and peace.